Boker Tov. We are continuing the saga of David and Shaul. Seems like we've been doing it for like two months already. Kidding. We haven't longest been doing battle it. of all time. Yeah, so in the previous uh, class, David ran away from Shaul, went to the city of the Kohanim. The Shaul killed all the Kohanim for helping David, which they didn't do on purpose. And and then and then uh, one of the Kohanim runs away with the ephod and comes to David for to, to be protected by David. Okay? Now, for some reason, I mean, because of David's greatness, that's the reason, he decides to save the people of Keilah. People of Keilah were being attacked by Pilishtim. So David goes and he saves them with his people, with, his, uh, with the men, the, the miniature army he had built in uh, what we saw like a few months ago that whenever he had ran away from, run away from David, he had a, a, a miniature following of what, it was 300 or 600, I think it was 600 people that joined him. So he goes and he saves Keilah. Now, what did we say about that yesterday? It shows that Shaul is... Could easily have uh, saved them. He's reneging on his responsibility because why why is David going to save Keilah when Shaul is the king? And then Shaul comes and he says, oh, David is locked in Keilah. Let's go and and get him. So he takes his whole army and he goes to Keilah, which shows that Shaul, he could have gone and saved them, but he was too busy with his own personal issues to actually focus on the needs of the people. So... David heard that Shaul, this is Pasuk Tet, was the last Pasuk we did. David heard that Shaul was after him to get him. And he says to Eviatar Kohen, bring the ephod. So now it's going to come in handy that the Eviatar, the Kohen, ran away with the ephod. This is the classic case of the person, your, your evil brings upon your downfall. Because Shaul kills all the Kohanim, thinking that he's going to, I don't know, Get people afraid to help David But what happens One of the Kohanim leaves And he happens to take the ephod And now David has direct contact to Borei Olam Because of Shaul's error Right So it's a classic case of Shaul's evil Turns into David's benefit Or Shaul's evil falls upon his own head You know Okay Pasuk Yud Vayomer David Adonai Elohei Israel. So David says God, God of Hashem, God of Israel, your servant, meaning me, I have heard that Shaul is, is coming to Keilah to destroy the city for me, meaning to destroy the city and to destroy me. Now imagine if you're people of Keilah. Imagine you're the people of Keilah. What would you do? Would you protect David or would you not? You would because they just he just saved them. Okay, but on the other hand, they're gonna be. You you probably heard what happened to the city of Kwanim. Oh yeah. Get out! Get out! We don't, yeah. you. we don't want anything to do with you. As much as we appreciate you saving us from the Pelishtim, we also have a much bigger fear in Shaul coming and slaughtering us. And the way Doega Domi slaughtered the Kwanim, it was Me'olil Valyonik. It was every single person. And the way we're supposed to slaughter Amalek. But he, so, couldn't, he couldn't do that with Amalek. Yeah, that's one of the, the parallels. It's yeah. that it's, the Lashon that uses is the Lashon that he should have used to destroy Amalek. And uh, who is he using it against? The Jews. Kohanim, of all people. Educators. It's one of the, the brilliant parallels. Okay, the Hakbalot, they're called in Hebrew. So, Wasn't that a huge blow to Amisrael to kill all the, the city of the Kohanim? Yeah, but there were multiple cities of Kohanim. This is Nov Ira Kohanim. Mm. It's one of the cities of Kohanim. There must have been others. And we know later on in history there's Anatot, it's another city of Kwanim. You know, it came from Anatot, I think you're Mia. Okay, so, so David 
Now, isn't sure if the people of Ke'ilah have enough guts to be on his side. So he says, Will the people of Ke'ilah give me into the arms of Shaul? Shaul? Will Shaul really come down and attack? Because Shaul hears rumors that Shaul is planning an attack, but he's not sure. Sorry, David hears rumors that Shaul is so planning an attack. The, uh, two questions He's asking two questions Will the people of Ke'ilah Really give me over Will they give me over to Shaul And is he really even coming down As your servant has heard Hashem God of Israel Please tell your servant And what is God's response Yered Yered He will come down Talking about Shaul coming down Now David goes back David goes back Will the people Hayasgiru Baale Keila Otibet Anashabiyat Shaul? Will the people of Keila give me over and my people to the hands of Shaul? Bayomer Adonai Yasgiru. And Hashem said, They will give you over. So Pasukut Gimel Vayakum David Banashav Keshesh Meltish David and his people get up six hundred people. It was six hundred people. Bayitzume Keila and they come out of Keila by Talakuba Shari Talahu and they go. On their and their way, Ul Shaul who got can imlat David mechilah vechdal etzet and to Shaul was told that David had run away from Keilah, so he didn't even go out with his army. He didn't go out to attack. Vayeshev David b'midbar b'mitzadot vayeshev b'har b'midvarziv. David sits in the in the in the desert in in the fortresses wherever that is. Vayeshev b'har he was dwelling in the mountains b'midvarziv in the in the desert of Zif. Probably some desert somewhere in Yehuda. Okay. Vayevakshehu Shaul kol ayamim v'lo natanu alim biado. And Shaul wanted to get him all of his life, all of the days, and God did not give David into Shaul's hands. Now, a very, very interesting. One more pasuk, pasuk tetvav. Vayar David ki Shaul And David saw that Shaul was after his life. And David was in the desert of Zif in Khorsha. Okay, wherever this is, these are all locations. But David is hiding somewhere in the desert of Zif. If we, uh, my wife and I, we uh, drove down from Yerushalayim. To Elat a couple of weeks ago, and like this is somewhere That's in that like, range is where David is time. is where David must have been. Now, if you go, like even my wife was pointing out, there are so many like good hiding places in these caves. I Meaning you could in these uh, mountains. There are caves in all the mountains. There are holes in them. There are the crevices, rocks, this that. So it's a very if you could survive there, it's a very good place to hide. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see that the setting is going to be advantageous to David in the future interactions that he has with Shaul. But it's like amazing to see, like these are probably this is probably the desert that David is roaming around in at this point. Okay, so now the thing I want to go back to, we're done with the scheme for the day, but it's the way David asked the questions to Rim Betumim. The Chachamim have a lot to say about the, the way he asked the questions to Rim Betumim. Look at, if you haven't, the Radak Pasuk Yud Aleph Hayaskiruni. Okay, mm-hmm. so will they give me over to Shaul? In the Gemara Yoma, Daf Gimel Amud Aleph, that the Gemara learned the following things from the story of David with how he's asking from the Urim Vetumim. You're not allowed to ask the Urim Vetumim two things at the same time. That's why you you're going to get one answer. And if he asks two things at the same time, they only answer him one of them. And now, the Urim Betumim answers in order of priority. So if you ask two questions, 
one of which is the corollary to the second, they're going to add, they're going to answer the primary question before the corollary question. Yeah. You get what I, what yeah. I just said? Yeah. Okay. So what, what did David ask? What's considered primary? The first one he ah, asked. So look, you'll see. Look at David's example. The one that's it's a classic example. What's the priority? Sorry. Will the people of, of Ke'ilak give me over to, to Shaul? Will Shaul come down? Now, those are two questions. Will they give me over and will Shaul come down? Which one is primary? Will Shaul come down? Because if he doesn't come down, then who cares if the people of the thing are going to give him over? So first he has to know, will Shaul come down? And if Shaul comes down, he has to know. Secondarily, if the people will give him over. Because if they don't give him over, he'll be fine. So how did the Urim Vitumim answer David? He's coming down. He's coming down. He answered the second question, which was the primary one. So David asked it backwards. And the Urim Vitumim caught him and answered him forwards. Okay? He answered two, two things and they only answered him one. So real, re- realistically, if he was, if he was not going to come down, no, never mind that. Okay. God answered him on what was supposed to be the first question. That is that he's going to come down. Because David asked him out of order. Now once David realized that the Urim Vitumim is only answering him in the correct order, he had to ask that first question a second time because it didn't get answered. Okay? Now halakha, if there's no time to ask two questions, you ask two questions at the same time. Well, the question is, what's the two questions? How long does it take? I don't know. Okay. okay, so later in, um, in uh, chapter 30, this is when David is faking like he's part of the Pelishti army, I think. He asked the thing, am I going, should I chase after this brigade and am I going to catch them? Now, must have, David must have been thinking that the brigade is running away, so I need to go chase them now. I don't have so much time to ask. So we ask both questions at the same time and they answer them at the same time. But if there is time to wait, then the Urim Vitumim answer only one at the same time. What's the idea behind this? I think the idea is that when you're trying to speak to Borei Olam, you have to be very clear with what you're asking. Do we have the same rule in Tefillah? You can't just, don't... Be specific. And to be very specific with what you want and you also have to be very specific on what you're asking for because sometimes you say, please, uh, I don't know, let me, let's say when people are single, they say, let me marry this girl. Now, how do you know? Maybe Borei Olam knows that there's something in this girl's private life that's not good for you. So, you have to be careful with how you ask things and you have to think about how you're asking questions to Borei Olam. I think that's one of the things you learn from the story with David. Baruch Adonai Amen Amen.